I'm Amanda. And I'm Erin. We've got fat faces. And we've got some feelings. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Hi. I'm Amanda. I'm Erin. And this is Fat Face Feelings. What is this podcast about, you ask? People do ask us that question. It's true. They're like, what? <laughs> what, do we, what do we talk about? That's a weird name for a podcast. Well, you know, um, if you listen to episode one, you'll hear all about the, the origin story <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah. Have we repeated it since then? Fuck no. no. <laughs> <laughs> listen, mm. we did that work. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. We can talk about it now. We are two ladies ladies grew up in arkansas we did transplanted to seattle we did that too loving our lives here mm-hmm. learning to love ourselves mm-hmm. we fat we fat as fuck fat as fuck we on a fat liberation journey and we like to do this podcast to talk about this journey because we ain't experts experts i can't even talk no um can't, can't even talk can't even think nothing <laughs> no can't talk can't think but hey let's do a podcast but we can feel that's right. We do, we do we do do the feeling thing. We feel with the best of them. Yeah. And that's what we're here to do with you. Yeah. We're so glad you joined us. Thanks for being with us. We love you. Oh, yeah. We do. It's true. We do. It's true. Sincerely. Well, there's a couple things that we have to talk about today. Um, the first thing is since we last spoke, there's been a chunky dunk. There has been a dunk of the chunks. So many chunks, so many dunks, Mm. so many smiles. It was really good. So, um, our review of the event was a plus 10 out of 10 would do again, Mm -hmm. hopefully later this summer. Yes. Yes. So if you're looking out, yeah, check out our Insta check out the Facebook page. Amanda, how was it for you? The fa- uh, blah, 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 the chunky dunk? Yeah. Sorry, I was like she said Insta and my my brain went to fat face feelings Instagram. Excuse me, I had a little burby there. Um so how was chunky dunk for me? Chunky dunk was really special. Um not just because it was like I mean, well, so Erin and I, like, I, I, we were kind of like, you know, Erin set up, we were kind of set up this little gathering room in the back. So like when we actually went to the pool, everybody was already in the pool. Yeah. And so that was rad. Cause it was like, look at all these people. <laughs> like everybody was just like living their best life. Super happy. Like they were playing on stuff in the lazy river. Like everybody that came to that event, um, they just... They just owned it, you know, and that yeah. was, and it was loud and people were cheering for each other. And I was like, it just, it was lovely. That was lovely. It was a, uh, it was special. Um, because my, it was the first fat positive event my husband had been to. Woo. I know. Shout out to Brantley who, if you were at the event, he's the one who gave you your beautiful pink bracelet that he he was not able to put on the wrist he just kind of handed it to people yeah i think i made him paranoid because he tried to put mine on and he like got my arm hair and i was like brantley you you know people got arm hair you're gonna have to like be conscientious of that and then he like just didn't give (laughs) he just like handed them to everybody but that was probably yeah so if you if if a bearded fellow handed you a pink uh wristband that was my husband um it was his first fat positive event and he I was really interested in how he was going to 
take it in and he like loved it had a great time yeah yeah no it was it was like the first time he swam in a pool without a shirt on and all I, I yeah that was amazing i didn't even know that part uh, i saved it just for today i love it it was yeah it was really cool it, it really felt cool. really good to have brantley there too because i mean he's such a big part of your life and our life as friends mm-hmm. you know that it's like not that the other events were lacking but it just brought a, a wholeness yeah to the experience it's nice. to have I mean, him there yeah it's nice when you bring people that you know, and I, and, and I think a lot of people did that. A lot of people brought, like, loved ones, partners, friends, like, um, and some people just showed up yeah, by themselves and just, like, participated, and that's great, too. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I think our events are never long enough. Like, I always just want to have, like, yeah. another hour or five, just, like. Those two hours went so quickly. They were so fast. I I did not stop moving though, and my body yeah. my body was like just so heavy and tired, and I was so hungry. <laughs> it was that great exhaustion you get after mm-hmm. a good swim, you know. Yeah. No, it, it was, was just like, oh yeah, I worked hard for this, but I enjoyed it. Like yeah, no, it was joyful really, movement. Exactly, joyful movement. Yeah, and it was really cool to meet a lot of different people um especially you know a lot of y'all we know probably from instagram from facebook and so like actually getting to like see you in the human flesh out in the world is nice um and then getting to share something like a chunky dunk experience was really really cool um i'm really excited for the next one uh whenever that's gonna happen yeah yeah um what about you erin what was chunky dunk like for you which by the way by the way sorry i'm gonna interrupt you before you start um erin is the one who coordinated the whole fucking thing so like she's giving me the face of like no i didn't you then she did no she totally did um erin's like been the person who just kind of like just like just she's like this is what i want to do and she just did the fucking thing um i just want to say that i'm super proud of you and i know that like it's the events are amazing and the fact that we had a wait list was really meaningful to you uh and i know i'm speaking for you a little bit right now but i do want to just put it out there because erin would never say this and she never would give herself the credit she deserves so i think do not edit this out when you edit this episode I'm going to listen to it and I will know, <laughs> but, and I will out you on Instagram if you do, but, um, in a loving way, not in like a shame way, <laughs> but yeah, I just want to give a shout out to you because I, the event was, it was fun. It was, I mean, we, I liked that there was like people brought their kids. Um, I know that some people don't want children there and like, hold on, keep your, keep your panties on. We're going to have another <laughs> We're going to have another. I mean, if you want to keep your panties I mean, on. that's true. Whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do with your panties, you do. But Just hold on to them. Hold on to them because we're going to have another event that will be an adult-only event. But um, but that was, like, one of the main pushbacks we got was having kids. But I digress. Either way, it was a really fun event. And yeah. I just really appreciate that, how much work you put into it. Thanks. I appreciate your support throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you um feel you always say to me you feel like you don't do that much but you have a lot of responsibility in that you give me moral support <laughs> and you I'm, like, I back you up boo yeah you you are my like you're not my yes woman but you're like the one that helps me stay confident in things so thank you also 
Um, and also, I think we should shout out Rachelle, who yeah. did, like, I couldn't even have imagined a cooler graphic no, for Chunky Dunk. so cool. Like, I'm just so in love with it. And it was so cool that Rachelle did that. So, um, for sure. If you don't know who Rachelle is, um, check out her Instagram. What is her Instagram? PNW Fatitude? Or you were talking about the... Personally. Oh, her personal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's with her, like... Hold on. I'm going to look her up real quick. So, Rachelle is a woman of many incredible talents. Um, Rachelle started PNW Fatitude a long time ago. Um, her personal Instagram... I'm going to spell it for you. It's her first and last name. So Rachelle, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E, last name, A-B-E-L-L-A-R. We'll tag it in the show notes too. Cool. But check her out. She also makes these awesome zines Mm -hmm. and publishes them herself. And that's at, um, under the name Archive 6, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. And so we'll, we'll tag those both. Um, in the show notes on Instagram. Yeah, you're right. Archive 6. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone needs to know about her cool work. Thank you, Rachelle. We love you. Um, yeah. It, so this Chunky Dunk was was really meaningful to me just because, um, you know, I'd kinda, I had hoped that after the hype around Shrill mm-hmm. that folks would get more interested and... People did. They showed up and they showed out. And yeah, like even the folks who were working at the community center commented on just how everyone was in such a good mood. Yeah. Everyone was so nice to each other. Everyone was having a good time. Like they didn't have a problem with anyone. Yeah. And I mean, when you have a group of almost 100 people, like Mm -hmm. that's incredible. So I'm just really grateful to everyone who came. Um, it definitely was too short. I wish we could get together <laughs> like once a week. I You're wish right. it was a you know a thing, but um, I hope that this is just the beginning of more and more folks being um, involved in the community. Um, and you all know how we feel about the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me personally, it's the thing that has kept me alive. Um, well, so, and one of the things I wanted to add is that um, one of the uh, women that was at the uh, entrance to the community center that we were at in Tacoma, she told my husband that she had like she was she had been on like a weight loss journey, and she had like basically spent a lot of her t- like a lot of her life hating her body. So seeing all of us, that was like she was asking my husband like a lot of questions about like who we were. She was like, I feel she's like, I've never seen so many people that are just like free. Yeah. And she's like, I want to, I want to come to your event. Like I want to, you know, participate. And so we gave her some information, but um, yeah. So like, I just wanted to say that out there because I mean, you know, you just, you never know how, and I feel like it's always, insp- I don't know, I, I hate I hate that it's inspiring that people loving their bodies is inspiring or just being yeah. in their skin and just like living their life because, um, but it is. I mean, when, you know, when the culture, when the dominant culture is diet culture and, you know, that's what people believe that they have to do and there's no other option. They see people doing the opposite of that. It's like, 
what it's a breath of fresh air i don't have to hide my body i can wear a two-piece bathing suit and let my belly just roll on out there like that's okay yeah (laughs) um but it really is it's liberating and people see that and um so it's that's really cool to be a part of something like that yeah Yeah. spreading it Mm -hmm. spreading it so yeah just thank you again to everyone who came if you weren't able to come because either it sold out or it wasn't the right date for you hopefully you can come to the next one if you don't live around here and you couldn't come because you're not local Mm -hmm. what are you doing have one in your town (laughs) seriously and yeah and if that's if you're hearing that and you're feeling that call like if you want to talk about how to do that and and what it looks like to set something like that up send us a message i would be so happy to talk anybody through what my process was for finding the right place all that kind of stuff we are mm-hmm. so happy to share that it's not like a secret or anything how we put on a chunky dunk and it's so. not exclusive to um like you know I think that sometimes people think that oh you live in like a more liberal area therefore you have access to these types of events and honestly like you know like Erin that's why I give you that credit but like you're the one who was like oh we need to create this event and so I mean and it doesn't matter that um I think there's an advantage to being in this area because like we can we we have a we have a, more of a connection to maybe like a ready made connection to the fat community. But you still like, um, if you organize, if you put up flyers, if you post on Facebook, if you create groups, like, um, people will, people will come. If you build it, they will come. That's true. Don't, don't wait for someone else to do it. Yeah. If it's not happening, do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you live in a little rural town, rural area, live out in the country or whatever like do what you can do within the means that you have gather folks for a potluck yeah i mean there's nothing better than a potluck right yeah well because i think that i think one of my um i think one of my biggest feels when we first got into fat liberation is it felt like a very exclusive thing like it felt like um it was in cities more liberal areas and it's like um and even when we have events and we um we put things on uh, most of the people that come are you know are, are basically like we're all kind of like in the same sort of bubble quote unquote um but I, th- I think that the more that people realize this is for them too and that they also can do these things and have these events and have like gathering spaces and um they too can do this and it's going to make it more accessible and it's going to make and people are going to realize like oh it's not just for any type of group of people it's for anybody or in, in any body. Aha. Uh-huh. It's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, part of what I felt like people, um, I heard people commenting on at this Chunky Dunk was, you know, just people like giving each other compliments on, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love your swimsuit, you know. We should do a swimsuit fashion show at the next one so we know where everybody got their suits oh from. Oh my you know. gosh. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. All kind all kinds of just like passing out amazing compliments to everyone because everyone looked killer mm-hmm. and everyone was rocking it and glowing whether they knew it or not. And um I myself was feeling some self love mm. in that. I just like it's hard not to, I think, when you're in those spaces where um 
you're you don't feel any critical eyes on you it's hard to not start feeling a little like okay i'm rock i'm feeling myself like i'm i'm kind of rocking this you know um i hope that that was something that everyone felt welcomed to do you know what i mean yeah i just didn't feel self-conscious in the least yeah that was the thing so like i didn't have a like a moment of there wasn't like a mirror around I wasn't really ever like I didn't really ever like really see myself in my in my bikini but like um I definitely just like didn't care and that was a that was like a triumph to go to an event and just like not give two shits about anything just felt very free yep um I feel like the next phase that I'd like to get to is that space of like, I'm killing this. I look hot. That's like, that's like my goal in my fat liberation head. It's like, I want to get to that space where I just have that like whole body connection. But I think to just not feel self-conscious and to just feel like a fucking child, you know what I mean? Like to just feel free and like to not care. Um, that was, uh, that was beautiful. And it, and then the first one, the first chunky dunk we did, um, we didn't have as many people come. It was our first time. And I felt like, I felt pretty like good about it. Like I felt, I was definitely more self-conscious. I was slower to like, I wore a thing over my suit and I was slower to get into the pool. And I was just a little more like, oh. but it's been like almost a full year since then. Yeah. And so to like go from that to like, okay, I'm getting in the pool. And I just walked on in and then just like, I, it was nothing. And that was, like, a really cool experience for it to just be, like, I'm just a human with other humans just hanging out in a pool, mm-hmm. having a good time. That lazy river man. <laughs> there was nothing lazy about it. I was going to say, it was, like, the fastest lazy river. There was, I like, got this beat vortex up. thing. Oh, my God. I got yeah. beat up so much. Like, shout out to uh, Lindley and... <laughs> Colleen for like saving me I like got out of the lazy river like Lindley pulled me up like twice I think um I just kept I just I I was being so like I was just too inter- I was just being really energetic and just like having like wee and I just kept getting I just was so I get really clumsy and I got caught into like in like the little lazy river just to like paint a picture. It's like in this giant pool and there's a little lazy river. And in the center, there's like this whirlpool. And so I would go into the whirlpool and then like, you know, get beat up and tossed out of the whirlpool. And Lindley like would pull me up. And then I, the last time I got out of the lazy river, Colleen was at outside and I was like, Colleen, hug me. I almost <laughs> died. Cause I was being really dramatic and extra about it. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Being in that whirlpool with like eight, we were in there with like eight people one time <laughs> and like people just kept coming in and like I was sitting on some dude's lap and some <laughs> like we were like all up inside, like we were touching each other. It was <laughs> we were getting so personal. Oh. We were getting a little pers- I know. I was like, I, I save so, it for the adult one. <laughs> I know. I, I made this joke about like how we were all like in an accidental orgy or something. <laughs> We just we just got to this whirlpool and like you know we just you can't help it like you're you're so close because it's not very big and so you're touching everybody. (laughs) But so we got to know we got to know some people real good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I must have missed that. You did miss it. It was the orgy. It was. A, I'm sorry. I should have invited you. <sighs> oh well, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, it was a really good time. When's the next one? You will know very soon. <laughs> you will know very soon. I better know before anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um. Yeah. Well. Um. I was hoping today we could talk a little bit about self-love. Let's talk about it. I mentioned to you that I have been seeing a lot of conversations popping up recently about how um, maybe self-love has been misunderstood um, or that the concept of self-love may have several meanings. um, But when it comes to body liberation and fat liberation, um, we have a pretty, pretty particular meaning. Mm. So that's kind of what I want to get into. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, um, it's so funny. I feel like the way that we experience Instagram is so different. Really? Because, well, I, you know, I, I do the gram on our side. Like I do a lot of like the posting and making stuff and content. So I don't always like, I'm not always super conscious of what's going on in the Instagram world. So when you brought this up to me, I was like, if I've been under a rock, how did I miss all this <laughs> back and forth goodness that you captured? So, yeah, I'm really interested. To- yeah, I don't know. Those algorithms. Those algorithms. You know, maybe they're showing you something different. That's Girl, really good. I just like everything. I'm like, this is good. This yeah. is beautiful. And, That's you know, fair. but I love that you picked up on this conversation. Um, so... Where do you want to start with it? Well, you know, I don't remember exactly where I started seeing it. I started seeing some posts from folks talking about how, quote unquote, self-love was not necessary to the work of fat liberation. And, um, you know, I wish I... I wish I was a better wordsmith and I wish I could remember exactly what they talked about. But initially I really agreed with it because when in that instance and thinking about self-love, I was thinking about the, Oh, I look cute every day and (laughs) I just love my body. And do you like this voice I'm doing? I I don't know who it is. I don't know what voice that is. It's it's me when I'm self-loving. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but do you know what I mean? Kind of a little bit of a, a shallow type of self-love that's like, yes, I am so good. Mm-hmm. I'm hot. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, honey. Like self-loving right here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, do you have better words for it? Um, gosh, for that kind of self-love. I, I mean, I think that I think that the, you got your point across. I feel like it's um, there's like a, a surface level type of self love. Um, it's very um, trendy self love, mm-hmm. very aspirational um, aspirational self love. Very um, oh, what's that? Follow your bliss self love. Mm-hmm. Um, self care self love. Yeah, it's very white like white lady thin white lady self love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 So it's, um, it's one of those things that it's, um, it's, it looks super obtainable, um, and that it should be super easy, but it's not. 
Right, right. <laughs> but they don't, but we don't talk about that. Like, you're, it's just supposed to be easy. Right. That's what I, that's where, that's where I go. Yeah. Well, and I think that, um, we've talked about this in chunks before in other conversations about how, you know, we're really, we're more, more about reaching kind of body neutrality, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, when it comes to how we feel about the looks of our body, we're more about reaching neutrality rather than trying to jump to love well Um, i think it's about like where are you actually right like where are you actually in um because when i don't know i mean when people get into um fat liberation body liberation um depending on where you are where you are you know how you already feel about your body if you're already at i'm neutral you know like you can move up from there like, you know, but it's like, you don't have to, you can stay there. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. That's just kind of, I just, I, I think that you can't, re- I don't know. I don't want to say that like, you have to like hit this spot. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit why I'm, I'm leery of it being almost like a, a scale, you know, of like yeah. body hate to body love and body neutrality is in the middle. I don't think of it that way for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. I think of it more of like, for me, I guess from, so from my personal experience, let's go there. Mm-hmm. I have measured it more of how much less do I hate myself? And I know that mm-hmm. sounds on the pessimistic side, mm-hmm. but I think for folks out there who have genuinely hated their bodies yeah. for a lot of their lives, mm-hmm. um, starting to feel more neutral, starting to just either not care, not in an apathetic type way, but not be self-conscious, mm-hmm. not actively hating, that feels like... A, a new a new and good place to reach yeah and it doesn't feel like then oh from there I have to work on self-love mm-hmm. not like that's higher than that but it's just a new place for me right mm-hmm. I don't know so that's that's honestly what I would categorize part of my journey over the past couple of years with my body my relationship with my body you know not only thinking about how I'm feeling, how does my body feel and how do I react to how my body feels? But we all think about how our body looks. Mm-hmm. That's how it, we all have, you know, like we all put on clothes every day and, and like, unless you're a nudist. I mean, that's true. Sorry. Nudists. <laughs> not Hash, to, not hashtag. To, sorry. Nudist. Hashtag ear <laughs> and exclusive nudist. Damn it. <laughs> extra extra read all about it anyways you know what i'm saying (laughs) like we all think about how we are presenting outwardly Mm -hmm. Um, at least most of us do yeah no i i definitely believe that i think um i definitely think that most of us um well 
Yeah, I don't know. That's hard for me. So I'm a trauma baby. We talk a lot about that. Um, I call myself a trauma baby meanie. I'm just somebody that has trauma and it, I have childhood trauma. So and I just like to refer to myself as a baby. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's just a funny thing. But um, so like my struggle has been disconnection. Um, meaning that I don't think about my body or like am connected to my body. I'm a floating head essentially. Um, so for me for a long time, when you talk about like caring about like how you look or caring about your, like looking at yourself or whatever, like I just didn't care. And it's not that I didn't look at my body, but like I disassociated my body. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So there are different levels, um, of, like how we, you know, like I still like, I mean, I, I never got to the point in my life where I didn't take care of my hygiene, you know, like I always took a shower on like a daily basis or every other day basis. Like, um, you know, I washed my hair. Like there are things about me that I, you know, cared about, but it was like autopilot, you know? Yeah. Um, like I know this is something I have to do in order to like smell decent and go to work. Right. You know, but yeah, I was, I, I spent a lot of my life just being disassociated, um, and just, just wholly disconnected. And so like my body was just like a, almost like a, like a, just like a blob, like a blob thing that -hmm. I just didn't look at. And and I didn't, I had very, I had like no feelings, not neutral, not positive, not negative, just like no feelings at all. Hmm. Um, but that's like that disassociation type of deal. Would you say that came from a place of at one time having a lot of feelings about your body and those feelings became too much? Yeah. Well, I mean, just my my body got um, lumped in with um, my uh, my stepmother, uh, like telling me how fat and ugly I was and starving me. So like I. I think as a survival mechanism, as a child, I just disassociated from my body because I couldn't trust it. It wasn't good. And that was the way I dealt with it. Um, so, yeah, I do think that the when anytime there's dissociation, um, there is something that's too painful for you to really look at. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, obviously growing up, I wasn't aware of that. Um, so for me, it was just like, I think I thought like everybody was like that. Like, I think I thought mm. that everyone just didn't was disconnected. Yeah, that just, they just didn't care. And it was really weird to me when people did care about their bodies. Mm. Like, it felt really foreign. And I used to really, like, have a lot of, um, like, um, I don't know, inner judgment towards other girls or women or who, like, did a lot of makeup and spent a lot of money on clothes. And I used to be like, yeah, you think a lot of yourself. and. <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. I didn't I literally just didn't understand it because yeah. like my body had no value yeah so why would I even color my hair straighten my hair right wear clothes that fit me like why would I even do that who cares yeah and for me those were the only things that would give my body value mm, yeah. in my mind I was so into the idea that my body was so worthless mm. that from for me to even exist in the world, I needed to do those things to have the cute clothes. And, and, and so I was so hyper aware of my body. Yeah. I was so hyper aware of every centimeter of my body mm. for so long of like where it was and how it looked at any given moment, you know? Um, 
and I was fat the whole time, you know, so. Yeah, so I think when we talk about body, like this idea that, so I know we're, we're not, we haven't completely finished the thought that yeah. you wanted to finish. So we're kind of like starting at this place of um, self, like, like you have to like love your, like, uh, or, or no, sorry, you don't have to, like body love isn't a part of like fat liberation. Right. That's where we're so, starting. Yeah, so um, I saw some folks, you know, talking about this and I was like yes I think I agree I think I agree that like me loving my body doesn't feel like it's a necessarily place I need to get to Mm -hmm. in order to do the work of fat liberation yeah no as soon as you said it to me I totally was like yeah no absolutely absolutely because the um the the like 10 year old fat kid that I was, um, deserved fat liberation. Absolutely. Um, and the, the same for like you and the same for every little, like every human on the planet, like whether they love themselves or not, fat liberations for them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think explaining it in that way, I still agree with that. Yeah. I still absolutely agree because I don't love my body every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, right. There are some days where the best I can do is be okay that I have a body. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And for me, the best that I do is like, I'm not a floating head. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I exist and I need to pay it and I pay attention. Like that's like, whoo, that's a really yeah. good day. You know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's real. That is real. And I would... I would venture that probably the majority of folks mm-hmm. are feeling similar to us. Yeah. Where on their on their even best days, they aren't actively hating their bodies. Yeah, and I also think because like originally when we were talking about like self love, and like you know how that surface like sort of thing that self love can look like, and I was trying to, and I was thinking like what did self love look like mm-hmm. when I was younger. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because we talk about like, like, because now if I were to give you a definition of what self-love means to me now, which would be kind of skipping forward a little bit. So I'm not going to do that. But if I were to do that, it would be so different. Right. And so much more complex than, you know, what my little like 12 or 13 year old soul could have given you. Right. And I think it's probably much more complex than what the kind of general consciousness in society mm-hmm. attributes to self-love. So yeah. like I was thinking about it a lot today also. So this morning, Amanda and I did something interesting. We did. We uh, went to the store and we did a class called paint your selfie. Mm-hmm. Um, because Amanda will do anything that I ask her to do, <laughs> even if she doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> I just trust Erin implicitly and I follow her to all the things. Yeah. And so literally that's what it was. Like we were with uh, like six other women. Yeah. Who were great. And we just sat there for three hours almost. Maybe two and a half hours. I don't know. And um, this teacher person, very. Angel. Her name's Angel. Mm -hmm. Just very skillfully and very graciously guided through the process of like painting ourselves, mm-hmm. but basically us from the like shoulders up. 
Yeah. Um, and it was great. Like she was open to whatever we wanted to do. Some people painted themselves in a more aspirational way, <laughs> you know, of, of how maybe fe- how they wanted their features to be. Um, or some people painted themselves in a more stylized way. I think mm-hmm. Amanda's, what I loved about Amanda's was <laughs> it was really stylized and it was, um, like it wasn't cartoonish. It was mm-hmm. like, what? Well, I don't have a good word for it. Um, it wasn't like hyper realistic, but no. it like it was, it's joyful. So that's, it's, that's if you want to, if you want to check out our Instagrams, we put them on there. <laughs> yeah. It's on our story and I'm sure I'll probably post just like an actual picture today. Yeah. So that way it'll be on there. Um, yeah. So, um, I just, I was thinking about it a lot as we were, we were painting our selfies, you know, we probably us and the generations under us, you know, we're, we're the selfie generations, Yeah, you know, we take more selfies than, than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways that's often perceived as self-love. Yeah. Taking a selfie of yourself. Yeah, that you're like, well, it's, it's like, um almost self-indulgent self-indulgent or Mm. narcissistic you're into yourself yeah right Um, it's a bad thing lots of times when people talk about exactly yeah exactly there's this negative connotation but i i would beg to differ that it's always negative and i think there's a lot of conversations out out in in society right now about how it's not so we won't go into that but it just really got me thinking about kind of the surface level of loving and appreciating yourself, mm-hmm. which I also don't think is all bad. Yeah. But when it comes to the conversation of fat liberation and that work that we need to do, I think we have to start talking about self-love in a different way. I agree. Um. If it's okay. So one of our friends. Um, you got to look up a post. I do. I do. Are you looking at the post for Meredith Noble? No, because I think that was in a story. But one of our friends, Meredith Noble, who's amazing, um, made on a generous plan. We'll tag Meredith. Um, made a post saying, no, actually, you know, part of my work um, includes some amount of self-love because you have to have some of that for healing Yeah. Um, from, from bad relationships with your body. And so that was the first uh, person I saw talking about like, oh, no, actually we can think about self-love in a different way. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this great post from Sonia Renee Taylor, who's, I mean, Sonia Renee Taylor for me, like she wrote the Bible in my opinion. Uh-huh. Like, she's greater than Oprah in my heart. Mm-hmm. She is everything. <laughs> um, so, Sonia, I'm going to read this. Um, and it looks like she posted it on Facebook and maybe Twitter, too. But this is also on um, Instagram. Is it okay if I read this whole thing? Yeah, totally. Read it. Bear with us. So, Sonia says, I want people to stop publishing these articles and posts that say love and self-love is not the answer. The reason it ain't the answer is not because love is failing. The issue is not love with a capital L. The issue is these impotent ass definitions we've been floating around for love. 
No wonder we are in shitty romantic relationships, dysfunctional parent-child dynamics, abusive sibling and coworker relationships. Because you've been practicing a love, quote unquote, that demands nothing. Mm. You've been accepting the noun kind of love. You don't even know what the verb kind looks like. Love as action, as change, as transformation can shift the entire world. Love applied to ourselves and then to the larger planet absolutely can transform individuals and topple structures. The issue isn't love. The issue is that you've been practicing a love that don't ask for shit. So it ain't getting shit. Mm-hmm. Just let that vibrate inside of you <laughs> for about 10 or so minutes. The issue is that you've been practicing a love that don't ask for shit. Mm-hmm. So it ain't getting shit. Yeah. Yeah. This those words were super meaningful to me. Gosh, um, it's like every relationship I've ever had before <laughs> my husband now. Like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I kind of, I want to break this down and talk about like, wh- what does that mean? Because I am so there with her. Mm-hmm. I am, yes, I fully agree that this liberation work cannot happen without the verb love. And I think it starts and ends with love. I think love is all in the middle. Um, but it's a different love than, than this, um, maybe watered down version of self love that we've talked about. Mm. No, it is. It is different. So like love being a verb means it's an action, right? Yeah. Is that grammatically correct? Yes. (laughs) So love in action compared to, love in like a noun sense because you said you're talking about love in a noun sense of the word um and it and you asked and it asked for nothing is that what it said right for nothing love asked for nothing yeah almost as like love as a noun is Mm -hmm. kind of an empty token yeah that's what it feels like to me oh you should just love yourself yeah, you should just give yourself this empty token that should make you feel better for five minutes and then you're empty again. <laughs> yeah, when I and I was thinking about how because um, I, I it, it feels to me that the work of fat liberation, while you do not have to love yourself, love your body, I think that's what we mean specifically, you do not have to like be in love with your body um, to do fat liberation, but loving yourself like is a requirement, I think, to do the work of fat liberation consistently over time. Because, I mean, when you're doing liberation work, I mean, there's no greater love than that, right? I mean, it, it may not be just about, it's not just about, I like the way I look in this shirt, <laughs> you know, right. or I like the way that my belly like hangs or whatever. It may not be that, but um, caring for yourself and caring for your rights, caring for your space um, and caring for the space of others Um it that is radically loving and it's radically active exactly yeah and so how can you do the work of fat liberation without that radical act of love 
Right, which is why I think you don't. And I think Yeah. I think maybe we haven't talked about it in that way specifically. No, I don't yet. think so. At least we have you and I haven't. Mm-mm. Which is why this conversation was really meaningful for me. Mm. So the fact that I would spend the time, the emotional energy, the physical energy to advocate on behalf of myself means that there is a love of myself that I do have. I That is a loving thing to do for myself. Yeah. To advocate on behalf of myself, to listen to my body, mm-hmm. um, to advocate on behalf of other people, mm-hmm. um, to... I mean, even do doing this podcast, this is a what we feel like is a loving act. Mm-hmm. Like this is us loving ourselves and loving other folks yeah. um, by doing things like educating and and sharing feeling. and feeling <laughs> and um, you know empathy and solidarity. Mm-hmm. Those are love as verbs to me. Yeah, um, and that's where, when you think about love in a relationship, because, I mean, that's where, like, when I heard and read Sonia's words immediately, I was like, I thought about relationships. Um, And a relationship can be between you and somebody else, can be between you and your body, you and your cat or a dog. Sorry, I have a cat and a dog sitting, like, right behind my butt (laughs) right now and on on my personal self right now. Yeah. and in my in my life, um, especially in my first marriage, um, I did ask for nothing. I expected nothing. Um, that whole like Beatles song, like "Love is all you need," you know what I mean? All you need is love. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I took that literally, and just kind of held it as this like it was like a token feeling. Like, oh, I just love him so much. And there was no reason. I had no logic, no reasoning. The guy was, you know, an unfortunate piece of crap human who hadn't done his work. And I say that, even saying that, that's that I say that with like a little bit of like caring because mm-hmm. like it's not, there's, I don't, you know, I've done my work around my first husband. I don't feel any type of like I'm not trying to like judge him harshly for not being for being you know who he was or who he is but um the reality was is that I did not know when I was in my early 20s or shit I was 19 when I got married when I was 19 I did not know that I deserved to see and ask for and does like yeah see ask for and do and want love that did something for me that took care of me that honored me that showed me that I was um important um and worthy of doing work to be in a relationship like and that's where that's what I feel like and I don't know if it's fucking Disney movies or like, I don't know like what probably I don't know like what's like what failed us. Cause I know I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I know there's so many people, not just women, not just, like all of us. There's so many people that have been told about this wonderful, fluffy, fuzzy thing called love who have no idea 
what that actually means, what that actually requires of you. Um, and, and, you know, and when you think like, and there's so many of these movies that are like, that are out there that'll say like, oh, well, they'll make it, we'll make it because of love. And it's like, no, you won't. Yeah. You won't just make it because you think you love, because you, because you have some type of chemical reaction inside your body mm-hmm. when you're around that person that will go away in time. Like you won't have that fluffy, fuzzy feeling. And that and you'll finally see the shitty person that you married or that you are or that you are exactly. And then what do you do? Do you go buy a nice new like you go out and buy a bunch of clothes and put yourself in debt or whatever? Like, do you do that because you're like, well, I don't like who I am. So I'm going to redo my wardrobe or whatever, like harm myself more by financial stuff or are you do just go find another relationship or whatever, you know, like there's all these ways that we try to capture that feeling of like that good fuzzy feeling of love without doing actually anything meaningful. We don't feel our needs, but that's because we don't know that a lot of people, including myself, um, did not know or, or still don't know that their needs are important and they have a right to have those needs filled. Yeah. I love that. Boom. I love everything you just said. Thanks for sharing that. It's, um, bringing up for me to, um, a lot of the feelings that I had when, I first kind of found out about body positivity Mm -hmm. um, a while back and then kind of felt like maybe it wasn't for me Mm. because it did feel like it was based on needing to love yourself in in the more shallow way. Mm. Um, And that wasn't possible for me, especially Mm. not at that time. Um, when I didn't even know, like feeling neutral about my body was a possibility, you know, I definitely, um, didn't feel like I could love myself, but also a part of that was, I felt a lot of shame for not being able to love myself. Oh yeah. I felt so shamed for like not being able to take that selfie and be like, Oh my God, look at my cute double chin, you know, (laughs) like, yeah I hear you yeah so not only did I feel shame about my body but I was feeling shame that I couldn't then just pull myself out of it and love my body anyways right yeah why can't you control it Erin yeah just love yourself you'll be fine and I feel like we still hear that all the time everywhere yeah that is what body positivity is becoming is this just love yourself and it'll all work out Ooh. And I think you you're hitting on like the main difference between or the one of the hugest differences huge between body Yuch. body positivity and fat liberation. Body positivity is about that sort of vague thing of like and the the easy answer of if you just love yourself, whatever the fuck that means, um, everything will work out. Mm-hmm. Where fat liberation is taking it to that night. Like, well, it's almost like fat liberation calls and it does, it calls out to that, you know, and it actually connects to what you actually feel. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so if like if you tell somebody who's like if someone who's been doing their fat liberation work for a while, if you tell them that they're like, I'm really struggling with my body today, and you're like, you shouldn't love yourself, they're gonna be like, oh, say what, bitch? <laughs> I mean, they will. I mean, I've yeah. seen it. They're like, um, you don't get to tell me how I get how I feel about my body, right? You know, and also side note, if you tell somebody they need they should love themselves, that's about you. It's got nothing oh. to do. With Preach. the other person. Preach. Anyways. Um, so like I think that's where like when you get into the work of fat liberation um, and when you're around people who have done their fat liberation work and who are in the movement, who have been in the movement for a long time, it's that that deeper acceptance of who 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 do who am I? <laughs> Sorry. What do I actually feel today? What do I actually feel about my body what do I actually think about my body? Um, or what do I actually think about? Uh, and it becomes like larger than that too. It, because it's not only the questions of what do I actually feel, think, but then it becomes like, oh, what does this space do for my body? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes like, what does this space do for other people's bodies? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a, I deserve this to work for my body, that I don't mm-hmm. have to do anything differently to be in a space. So it like it it becomes but then it's like okay, how do I then ask the question, right? Like how do I participate? It advances the questions of how do we, how do I participate in this space at this moment? How do I what's the action? What's the verb? What do I do now? Because it's not just about the fluffy feeling anymore. Like there's actually a call in a way called action. Exactly. So I think that's why I appreciate Sonia's words on this so much is you're right. Uh, Body positivity doesn't necessarily require anything of us. It actually Mm -hmm. requires us to kind of shut down and numb some of our actual true feelings. Right. And fat liberation requires action of us. Yeah, it requires, yeah, it requires that deep work. Yeah. You can't, I mean, like, people who, (laughs) people who, um, I mean, and I've experienced this, and I've read stuff on Instagram and read books, and and I think that you and I have experienced it just between each other, that experience of when you say something like that's not real, and somebody's like, what is that about? <laughs> yeah. And it's that calling in, you know, and that's what the, and that's what the fat liberation community does so well is that they're, they're very good about calling people in. Um, and sometimes I think calling people out, if they need to, <laughs> especially yeah. in the body positive community, because yeah. I think that, um, the fat liberation community is, um, we, we hear constantly that chatter of, or th- those feelings about like fat liberation being hijacked, mm-hmm. you know, or, and, and well, cause body positivity and fat liberation kind of like meld together somewhere. Right. And it's like the hijacking of, you know, like pudgy, <laughs> pudgy white women <laughs> talking about their wee little bitty tummies and how right. we should all love ourselves. Yeah. Like, look at me. Yeah love yourself oh my poor size 12 you know whatever (laughs) bullshit sorry right (laughs) um (laughs) one one piece of this you know i always have a last little piece Mm -hmm. that i need to get out something stuck in my craw you know (laughs) and you're what 
You never heard that? What'd you say? Girl. Now you're making me feel self-conscious. No, what did you say? Stuck in my crawl. <laughs> I love that. Everyone, at Amanda, if you've also heard this, <laughs> and I'm not crazy. Come at me, everybody. At Amanda. I'll take it. Um, This piece of, and I feel like it's tying together so nicely because we just had Chunky Dunk. Um, love and action like this mm-hmm. doesn't happen outside of community. Mm-mm. No, it can't. It can't. No, it can't. It can't happen. And if you think it can happen and you think you're doing it, it's not sustainable. Um, if you are feeling like, number one, you're failing at loving yourself somehow, you'll never be able to love yourself. You'll never be able to love your body. My first question to you is, who are you in community with? Mm-hmm. Are they people who are going to show you love and action or are they people who are going to require you to have that surface love of your body? Mm-hmm. Um, that's always going to be my number one question for folks who, who feel like giving up on this work mm-hmm. and trust me, I feel like giving up on this work every day, but I also mm. feel renewed in this work every day. It's a daily choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like being married to my husband is a daily choice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm choosing love and action to him as well. You know, um, I think we've probably all, you know, hopefully at least, at least in some relationship realized that. Um, love, loving yourself can sometimes feel like advocating for com- your community. When... It feels too hard to just do it for yourself and just do it on your own. Do it for your community. Start mm-hmm. there because that is where true love and action is going to show up. And that's where you'll gain your strength and your confidence and you'll be able to learn even more about what that looks like. Well, and truly, like, I think community is the way that. Um, you take those risks and that you start being vulnerable and that's what vulnerability is, is a risk. You know, you're letting people into your space and letting them see you. Um, but once, when people see you, I mean, and honestly that vulnerability helps you see yourself too, but it also helps other people see you. And it's, um, it's, it's definitely, um, I don't know, the most healing way. Um, it, it'll grow you and shape you and, It'll change you in surprising ways, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but that's that action that doing, um, I mean, sometimes I, th- I think that that's where like body positivity can feel really safe because it doesn't require anything of you except for like to just say random cheesy things Yeah, <laughs> and talk about like how much like you love yourself, um, where like, um, the deeper work it's not always going to be like i love my body mm-hmm. and fluffy fluff 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's going to be it it kind of pulls you into something um more powerful than that yeah so amanda what's up erin what's your definition today of self love hmm you talked about yeah if your I were 13 to, year old self yeah yeah my definition today my definition today is um 
it, it well <laughs> always relates back to mental health but um the way that I love myself now is that I um, accept my therapist always says you only need to accept that you are radically accepted mm. um yeah he says that to, to me and my husband all the time um and I think that in my head a lot like when I um just live my daily life I I just if I um especially like and I've talked on here plenty of times and I'm open about my medical stuff like being a diabetic having high blood pressure there's a lot of shame when you're a fat person around yeah. those things because it's like you're a bad you're a bad fatty because you you know you're you don't get to tout that you're you know somebody that doesn't have to deal with that stuff you're quote unquote you're unhealthy gross mm. I know um so it's it's easy to get caught up in those negative feelings and believe the narratives of the world and to just not take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, but when you radically accept yourself, part of that action for me has meant going to my doctor. It means I have a big purple sticker on my arm that's covering my freestyle meter that I take my blood sugar with on a multi-time-a-day basis. Yeah. Um, it means I go to therapy and I feel uncomfortable and cry and have my therapist pull out all my pain <laughs> until yeah. we talk about it. It means um, that I that I nurture my space, the space that I'm in, that I care more about the people that I spend time with, that I have boundaries with my family and friends. And I speak my truth, um, even when it's uncomfortable. Um, and that I uh, do, and I use my energy um, to do the to do work, not only for myself but for others. And hope that whatever little thing I'm doing, little or big thing I'm doing, um, is going to. Um, it'll it's like it's like that double bonus of it heals me it's gonna heal me a little bit more and um hoping that it'll heal somebody else a little bit more yeah but like yeah it's it's way more <laughs> it's way more um inclusive um it's way more like loving myself is um i don't know the extent to which you love yourself is the extent to which you can love others and I really feel like the, 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 the deeper that I care about myself, the deeper that I don't judge myself for whatever I'm dealing with, the deeper I'm able to do that for other people. So that's self-love for me now. Hey, Erin. Yeah. What's self-love like for you <laughs> now? I think um, today for me it looks like... Um, freedom and letting myself be free a lot of times from guilt mm -hmm. and guilt shows up in my life in a lot of different ways and a lot of really insidious and surprising ways mm -hmm. um and so yeah today that's what I'm really feeling is, is self-love for me so thanks for asking um yeah Thanks everyone for listening today. Thanks for going on this journey with us. Yeah. Um, 
we do love you. That's why we do this. Yeah. We genuinely love you and we um, hope for your um, journey into liberation and love um, that it can be as smooth as possible, but also as, as transformational as you need it to be and as um, healing as it can be for you. That's really, really what we want for you. Um, so thanks for joining us on our journeys. We uh, will see you next time. Well, we won't see you. We would love to see you. We love seeing you. Uh, but if we can't see you, uh, you'll hear from us soon. <laughs> right? I don't know. No. That was that was adorable. Okay. That was the most adorable thing uh, I've ever heard all my life. I'm out life. of practice. We I, took that break and I'm out of practice. It's okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Um, just to also just to add, if you um, love us a little bit or a lot, um, please go to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also um, leave us a little review on Facebook at Fat Face Feelings. Um, or you can just say hi on Instagram. We love that too. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. All right, bibs. We will see you next time. Nope. Did it again. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye.